Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacy Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. Hello and welcome. We are live and we are so excited to be with you all tonight. Lots happening, lots cracking. Oh my gosh. Working up to the last minute, running around here. This so is we, awesome time to be alive. We are David Stacey White, the Flyover Conservatives, and uh, we're typically <laughs> doing about three shows a day right now, but every night around five o'clock, we do this specific one where we cover three points, uh, five minutes each with a little opening, a little closing, but try to try to get you like something you might've missed and maybe in a way that you might not have heard it before. Yep. So we'll cover that uh, uh, for you every day at five and try to also do it through a lens that leaves you a little bit of hope that, hey, this is going on, but here's what you can do. You know, because which, if there's no hope, it's always seated in a lie. And so there is always hope because we have the creator of the universe on our side. So today's show is brought to you by flyovergold.com. We have partnered with Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. We've actually known why him. Why do you say for, Dr. Doctor? Because he has two PhDs. Holy smokes. I know. And so you got to get credit for both PhDs. You just can't say doctor. You miss a whole PhD. It's, you got to say Dr. Doctor. It should doctor. be just rule. For every PhD you get, you should get an additional doctor in front of your name. Yeah. I mean, if you get 10 of them, then it's just whatever. That, exactly. You, you, you've earned it. That's true. So Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott, we've known him for 20, I think it's 26 years. Yep. It's definitely longer than 25. And uh, and he is a great person. We trust him. That's where we buy our gold and silver. And uh, he's somebody that I really believe that you can trust as well. If you want a free consultation, um, you can actually go to flyovergold.com. Yeah. Fill out the information, and then you can get a free wealth conservation consultation. Try saying that five times fast. Uh, but truly great information for where we are today. You just never know what's going on in our world. And, uh, and you know, that's a place you can always feel safe with gold and silver. Yep, yep. It's, it's uh, been an educational process for us, learning a lot about economics really over this last year and a half. When you see money being printed yep. at the pace that it is, and you're like, wow, everything's more. We are about to head into the most expensive meal in American history this year's Thanksgiving. Turkey's and, costing 80 bucks. And everything's gone up. Turkey's up to like 40% <laughs> more than, than previous years. And uh, uh, I think we all know that that our dollar will be worth less a month from now than it is now. It'll mm -hmm. be worth less in January. So uh, that's a great way to protect yourself, but find some store of value, if not gold and silver. Um, great thing about Kirk is, Dr. Kirk can get you back out of that later, and he's not really mm -hmm. married to the process. But buy two by fours, buy some plywood, <laughs> buy steaks, buy something, something, something that's going to hold its value better than green paper. Tell about the whole thing with the suit. I think you know, that is really is a great example. I don't want to you know, say I can do this quickly, but but you can do it fast. It, it, I'll be off a little bit. You'll get the gist around around nineteen thirties, the thirties for a twenty dollar bill paste paper, $20 bill. You could walk into a store and have a custom made suit. You could buy a suit, belt, shoes, tie, cufflinks, the whole ensemble for $20 or, or one ounce of gold. Yep. You could today, one ounce of gold could still buy you an entire suit, pants, belt, you know, the whole bit, $20, not going to buy you much at all. Couldn't buy you collar stays. Well, you have a hard time spending that at McDonald's and, you know, being able to leave there with 20 bucks. Yeah. And so it just shows you what Not you that can, I would ever go to McDonald's. What you but. could get. But you have. We've road trips. I've seen you. <laughs> I have. Nobody actually admits to going to McDonald's, but somehow <laughs> no, they stay open. Somehow they I've never seen one boarded up. So oh, anyway, uh, the, the point is the dollar you can just buy less and less with. Think about it for a second right now. If you were to go back a year ago, 
and you had a thousand dollars cash. Oh. What could you have bought with it? How much? Man, how a many lot more gas than you can how today. How many pounds of hamburger? How many gallons of gas? Mm-hmm. You know, whatever you go down the list, whatever it is that you buy, more, more turkeys. What could you have bought with a thousand dollars? What can you buy with the same thousand mm-hmm. dollars? If you went into the grocery store and you were leaving and you had a thousand dollars, that's a lot of groceries. Yeah, but but let's just say you're going to Costco. True. Uh, you're, you're, good, you're going to leave, say with a hundred dollars, you know, you cannot even go into a grocery store and buy something for a dollar. Yeah, it's true. The dollars have become the new. Try to do that. See if you can buy anything in your local store for a dollar. Sometimes it may be a 99 cent candy bar. It's going to round up a tax. So, yeah. so, you know, we're kids, been a minute, but you buy the bubble gum for three cents. Oh yeah. You know, now, I mean, who, now keeps, you're dating yourself. who even keeps their change anymore? Yeah. And the reason why is because the, the, the money's not worth as much. So it's true. All right. So anyways, uh, flyovergold.com is just a landing page to get you to his site. Give me information. You set up a consultation and just bounce it off of him. Here's where we're at. Here's what I have. Here's what mm-hmm. I have in my uh, retirement or my home or whatever I'm doing. And, and you need to get your money in a place where it just has a better uh, store of value. Talk with him and he'll say, yes. hey, this is this is wise for you. And, and, and this is going to be... Uh, Risky or not risky mm-hmm. or whatever you want, you're trying to accomplish. So, so right. our show, if you are not familiar, we cover three topics. Each topic has five minutes. There's a timer that's going to go there on the side. Fast it starts pace, to lots run of down. actions. And, uh, and once we have finished the five minutes, a timer goes off and it's time to move on to the next subject. So are you ready? Let's do this thing. Get ready. All right. The first thing is schools. What the heck is going on schools, in schools? Schools come up a lot. Schools Man. come up a lot. Used to be where... when, when the safest eight hours of your child's day probably would be while they were at yeah, the school. Yeah, put you, them on a school bus. Put them on the bus. You can exhale. Yep. You're going to work. You're doing something. And that was kind of a little window of out of sight, out of mind. Maybe you worry about them. They're at a friend's house. You worry mm-hmm. about them surfing the web or what they're going to find on the internet or you know uh, all these different things, walking around or out your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Or It has become maybe the most dangerous eight hours of your child's day. It's true. You know, cause, cause, cause the, it's, it's hard. Uh, it's like, it's like putting toothpaste back in a tube. Some things you see, it's hard to see some things yep. you learn. It's hard to learn. And it's, it's not good for people to have things out of sequence when it comes to their exposure. Yep. When Sexual to, things. Yep. It's really not good with CRT being taught in schools today. Crazy mass mandate things. It's like, what is going on in our schools? Uh, this is our second time to actually talk about Miami. The first time, if you guys remember, there was a um, a bar, a gay bar that they took little kids to for a field trip. Um, it was below fifth grade. I don't know, They're third like, grade, yeah, second seven, grade, eight, something like that. Yeah, kids that they took um, on a field trip to a gay bar. Even forget it was gay. Taking kids to a bar. To a bar. But then you add the whole other component to it. Adding a sexual element to something for small children is always. And uh, and then this one here is actually a private school. It's called Miami. Uh, what, what is it? Miami County Day. Day. My, uh, Miami County Day is the name of the school, and um, it's actually a private school, K through twelve. They uh, it's forty thousand dollars a year, and what happened was they had an assembly at the school. They confiscated the students' phones. Uh, a couple of students actually kept them. That's how this information got out. Uh, but they had a man up there in a cheerleading suit uh, that was dancing on the stage. And twerking. And then they ended up bringing a 15-year-old girl on stage, which is kind of blurred out there to the side, uh, to actually twerk with him. So if you don't know what twerking is, ask your <laughs> 15-year-old. Yes. And so why are they confiscating phones? 
Why are they bringing in a man in a cheerleading outfit, twerking on stage, and getting a 15-year-old girl to do that with him? And here's where the stuff comes into play. It comes into play from uh, the Department of of Diversity uh, and Inclusion. They're trying to this have, woke thing. Have, have your children exposed to as many diverse things as possible so that everything is good. And you know what? If you're a parent that thinks everything is not good, it's not all good. Um, you need to really think long and hard about how much you exhale when your kid goes to school. Mm-hmm. And here's the rungs of the ladder. You know, if you want to really, you know, affect change, if you're going to run for office or you're going to be on a school board or you're going to, you know, do some of these things. The first rung is not being aware of what's going on in the school. That's not even a rung. Right. You didn't climb. You're on the ground. Mm-hmm. Now, you can't exhale. Not at a private school. I guarantee the the kind of parents that built something to a place that they can afford $40,000, $40, they a didn't year. get to mm-hmm. that station in life or whoever else got there by not being engaged, mm-hmm. by not wanting the best for their children. Not caring. You know, and, and what, but what's happened is there's, there's such a strong push on this woke agenda that you want to be at the elite school. Mm-hmm. You want to be where the kids are going to have the greatest advantage. And you don't want to be the one that rocks the boat and says, oh, I'm not comfortable with this. Because why? Why? Because. Are, are you a homophobe? Right. Exactly. Are you this? That's are a, you that? It's a pushback that these parents are getting. And so I think everybody kind of goes along and doesn't have the courage to stand up, even people that can afford $40,000 per year for yep. the school. So uh, you end up in this spot where your kids are, are, are the victims of your own blindness. And, and, and you know what? There can be a place and time for everybody to do whatever they want, but you need to decide yourself as a parent. We had Sam Sorbo on here almost a year ago, and she made the comment. She says, if if you care about your children, you would not have them in a public school. Man, and when she said I that, like, I thought, oh. oh, man, that is really Maybe in tough. Miami, New York, L.A., yeah. but not most of them. After all the stories we've heard this last oh my year, gosh. I, I have come to the same conclusion personally. I and even think she even was as strong as you don't even like your kids yeah. if you are sending them to a school. And and I think there's some some, some truth Man, to that. Man, I tell you, today with what's going on in the school environment, it is so important that we are aware of that. And man, if it's taking out your kids and homeschooling them... That might be what it takes. You know, because if, if, if you're catching a story and you find out a year later that your daughter was pointed out and may come up on stage to twerk with a man dressed up as a cheerleader, um, how you undo that? Right, you can't. You're, 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 you're putting things in the mind that are not there for that stage of the process. It's hard to undo. This isn't a computer. No, and they're not wanting you to know. That's why they confiscated phones. So, all right, let's move on to camps. Something uh, more encouraging, not really. You'd be engaged. Wow, okay, what? so this- when, when are you going to stand up, y'all? Man, this is so interesting. So uh, in Australia, you know, we were talking about Australia a few months ago um, on Facebook and somebody came on the Facebook and they're like, that is all conspiracy. There's no yeah. way that's going on in You're Australia. talking about internment camps and, yeah. and, and, and they already have Google green zones, you know, for the United States. They already have it in place to happen here. People ask, why was I not wearing a mask a year ago? One, because I'm a rational human being and looked at the science and it's 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 simply virtue signaling. You wear a mask because... Because I, I want you to know that I know that you know that I know that I take this very seriously. 
Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with the science or actually doing things to actually There's no way. lower the transmission. Otherwise, why would you walk into a restaurant, as soon as you sit down at the table, you can take your mask off, and then you get back up and you have to put your mask on? Does the COVID only hit you when you're standing up but not when you're sitting down? It makes no sense. Then when they say trust the science, there is no science with that. It's None. just ridiculous. You get on a plane. So you're in a line on a plane, and in the line, you're six foot apart. And you have to have a mask on. But as soon as you get on the plane, now you're sitting right beside somebody actually touching them. And if you eat something, you can take your mask off. It makes no sense. Here's the places of the quarantine camps in the United States. Minneapolis, Chicago, Detroit. They got one in Atlanta. So you can look on there. This is where they're going to send you if you're not compliant with the government. There could be a whole range of things because they've already set it in motion because of Delta. This isn't like Infowars.com or something. This no. Is, this is on CDC's website. I mean, you you Google Green Zones. This is the top thing that pulls up. I'll show you guys. I'm on like straight up. I'm on, you know, DuckDuckGo, but you know, it pops up on anything, but check it's, out this, this, this link here. Gov. Interim operational considerations for implementing the shielding approach to prevent COVID-19 infections in humanitarian settings. Read this sometime uh, when you don't want to sleep. So, 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 so you wonder why, why do I draw the line back here? Because it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not playing along with your stupid games. It's ridiculous. I, now the, the business can enforce it, but I'm just not going to go there. You know, so here's why, because this is where you end up. We end up being New Zealand, Australia. We've got a couple of clips here. Then we'll come back and give some give some commentary on it. This is what's happening mm-hmm. in currently, this country. Currently, right currently. now. Action to escalate our response in these communities, immediately implementing a hard lockdown. That means residents of Injari and Rockhole no longer have the five reasons to leave their home. They can only leave for medical treatment in an emergency or if required by law. It's highly likely that more residents will be transferred to House Springs today, either as positive cases or close contacts. We've already identified 38 close contacts in Pinjari, and that number will go up. Those 38 are being transferred now. I contacted the Prime Minister last night. We are grateful for the support of about 20 ADF personnel, as well as Army trucks, to assist with the transfer of positive cases and close contacts and to support the communities. Now, that doesn't mean that Those you're, are cases. you're showing symptoms. It doesn't mean you don't feel well. It means that you tested. In Australia, you can be arrested for taking your trash can out past curfew. Okay, the, the amount of restrictions, you can be texted on your phone and you have 15 minutes to, to, to reply and you're geo-tracked that are you where you're supposed to be. There's only five reasons that you can leave your home and they're now eliminating many of those. I mean, that, one of the reasons you can leave your home is to go get a vaccination. That's one of the five. Unbelievable. And so we're headed down the same path here in the United States. We could be Canada. We could be Australia. We could be New Zealand. Here's the picture. They have a thousand beds currently already ready to go in Australia for people that are not complying, that are not vaccinated, or that have have, have, have COVID. Have, have had COVID, have it. And if you simply came across someone, if someone came near you, they can send you to one of these internment camps. I don't know that you're going to be coming out of there because they're going to find a reason to keep you. This is a very political process. Let me show you New Zealand. Here's here's open conversation. They're not hiding what they're doing in, in these countries. Show New Zealand real quick. 
I think early next year we'll be in the phase of chasing up people who haven't come forward to get their vaccination or have missed their bookings and so on. So uh, everyone will be able to get a vaccine between now and the end of the year. Uh, but of course, you know, and, and I want every New Zealander to come forward, but human behaviour suggests that there will be some people that we have to actually really go out and look for, uh, and, and some of that may spill into next year. But our commitment is everyone will have the opportunity to get the vaccine by the end of the year. Uh, everyone will, uh, but I, I can't say that, you know, that we're not going to have some hesitant people or some people who just haven't come forward that we don't have to go out and find next year. Okay. Wow. Don't get, don't get lost in the sauce because they have a sweet accent and it sounds kind of nice. We're going to go out and find you. There are people we're going to have to go and hunt down. To do what with? To hold them down and make them do whatever they want. It's this right now. It could be something else in, in the future. You may say, well, I don't really have a problem with the vaccine. You're setting something in motion that you don't have a say-so of what you have a mm-hmm. problem with or don't have a problem with. You allow this to happen. There's never in the history of mankind ever, 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 ever been a government that gained one inch of control and gave it back. Never. They don't. They've never given it back. A government never gives up one ounce of control that it's taken. It takes it, it takes it, and takes it. It's like trying to put out a fire with toilet paper. You cannot do it. You have to stand up and you have to say, no, we are not going mm-hmm. to comply. The United States has roughly 7,000 elected officials. That's it. There's 325 million of us. Mm -hmm. You just don't do what they say. That's how we win. Look at these other countries. That is the trailer of your future life. If you don't all of a sudden draw a line in the sand. No, I'm not playing your stupid games anymore. I don't care what other people think. I'm not moving another inch, period. Mm -hmm. They have internment and quarantine places already in in mind and lined out for you, for your children, for your relatives, for your family. It is time to draw a line in the sand and say, no more craziness. I'm not playing along with your stupid games. Done. Adios, Nazis. We'll see you later. I'm not doing it anymore. All right. Are we ready for the last one? I feel strongly about that. Yeah, you do. And because I really think there is a but God, a B-U-T, a but God moment in this, which when you look uh, biblically, what is going on, it's unbelievable. When you listen to prophets and what they have to say, this is a time when God, it's like a Red Sea moment when the Israelites are back against the sea and Moses with God raises the staff and parts the Red Sea and the Israelites go through on dry land. And that's where we are right now. We're at a place right now that that's actually happening. And Joshua, in Joshua, it said, consecrate yourself because the Lord is going to do amazing things among us. And that's where we are right now. This is Donna Rigney. Donna is a prophet. She's amazing. She is amazing. Um, And she talks about Trump being back in office. She talks about how this is all going to be turned around. In my quiet time last night, I really feel like the Lord was saying that we're at a time where his glory is much greater than the darkness that's here. And when that glory hits, it's going to hit every facet of life like a tsunami that nothing can escape escape it when his glory comes. And all of these areas are going to be cleaned up. We are partnering with God. That's what Moses did. And what I love what she has to say here, and it has, has to be with uh, about you know the Israelites, it only was going to take a couple of weeks to get from uh, Egypt into the promised land. But what happened was they didn't think they could do it and fear hit them and they started grumbling. Check out this word and we'll come back and talk about it. And then he, he went on to tell me, he said, um, during this... It, it, we're going to have more responsibilities and work. And so he said, as the responsibilities and the workload increases for his bride, the Lord gave me a word of wisdom for us. You know, we have to pray a little bit more, minister to more people, 
you know, spend more time in the word, it, our workload, our responsibilities are going to increase. And this was a, a little warning he gave me. He said, never complain. Oh, I got to go pray for an hour now. This is our, you know, you know what we do. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> never complain because this opens the door to failure. Oh, wow. Yeah. Humans of failure lurk about waiting for an opportunity to hinder the progress of my children to achieve their destiny. There truly is power of life or death in the tongue. He said it is better to be silent than to allow complaining words to tumble out. He said, do all we ask you to do with a willing spirit and a happy heart. And, you know, when I thought of the the Israelites going through the desert, what stopped them from entering the promised land? When Moses led them out of Egypt, they could have been there in a couple of weeks. What happened? Complaining. And what God was showing me was, When we complain, a spirit, a demon spirit of failure is loose upon us to attack us and cause us to fail in our destiny and whatever we're assigned to do. So he says, it's a warning. Don't complain. Yeah. And, And, you know, Donna, when you're saying that, it's like, to to clarify, you're not just saying it displeases God. You're not just saying... Uh, it's better not to, if you were grateful, you wouldn't complain. It's not just to say the atmosphere would be clear, but you're saying when you complain, you're giving a foothold to the devil to come into your life. That's right. And it's actually called a spirit of failure is what he told me. Spirit of failure is loosed. Wow, that is huge. You know, one thing she said as she continued in the story, she was talking about a lady that worked for a hospital, um, a nurse that actually uh, didn't have the vaccine. The hospital was requiring the vaccine. And so she lost her job. And then she brought it to God. And she's like, God, I'm trusting you to take care of me, to be my provider. Um, and she goes, I-, I need another job. And so she went and actually applied at a hospital mm-hmm. right down the street from that other hospital. She ended up getting uh, hired at that hospital, not vaccinated, ended up getting better pay, life was better. And then the other hospital ended up calling her back and saying, hey, you know, we would like you back. And she said, no, I found a different position. I'm happy where I am. And uh, Steve brought up, he said- That would have been a good, good, good moment. I uh, know, that would have been a really good moment. And Steve brought up, he said, so if she would have been grumbling, complaining, oh, I can't believe they're gonna require me to uh, get a vaccine, Failure could have come in at that point because she wasn't trusting in what Mm -hmm. God had for her, but also at the same time, grumbling brings failure. And I think that is a really important thing to, to look at that right now, as we're looking at things that are coming towards us, things that are coming at us, realizing that our words have power, the things that we meditate on have power. And so meditating on what we do want in our life. But at the same time, guarding our lips and not allowing any kind of grumbling or complaining or any of those things occurring in our life. It's it's a great story with the Israelites because we see it. We see them wandering around the desert. We saw Caleb and we saw Joshua that were ready to enter the promised land. They said, we can take these giants. And then the other 10 spies said, no, we can't. But if they would have agreed 
That could have been taken over immediately. They had to wait 40 years to be able to enter that promised land, the destiny, until all of those people died off. The 10 spies and their families, everybody under the age of 20, except for Joshua and Caleb, everybody else was was able to enter the promised land. Under 20, Joshua and Caleb, everybody else died and could not enter into the promised land. And we all know the power of words. You know that, you know, it's, it, it changes your state. You're yeah. going to have better odds of, of, you know, making a basket if you're, you know, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm this is going in. I can feel right. it. You know, and you're, and you're, there, there's, there's something to that. And I'm the biggest proponent in the world. But what she said is actually another step even beyond it, that when you're grumbling and complaining, you're actually, it, it's a like a demonic portal. It is an invitation. It's partnering mm-hmm. with a demonic spirit. That, a failure. A failure. And you wonder why consistently, mm-hmm. some people consistently will do well. Some things, no matter how hard people work, they put their hands to it and it fails. Yep. And it's like that, that attitude of, of of grumbling and complaining. Like, you know what, if you're a parent and your kids, you, you, oh, take them, yeah. you take them somewhere and they're like, well, this wasn't, you know, and you're like, we're going to take them to a movie afterwards. But now you're like, done. I'm not taking it, it, it to a movie. They were complaining. But it's not just turning off God's grace towards you. It's actually partnering with the enemy yes. to destroy your plans. And so anyway, I think that is critical. And that's a great point because we're in a place right now where we... We can't have any more failure. No, we can't. We, we need breakthroughs. We yep. need God's intervention more than anything else and no partnering with, with the demonic. I, I, I wanted to say one more quote here back on the, the camps. This is a quote from Voltaire. It says, it says, those who can make you believe absurdities can make you commit atrocities. Mm. Let's say it again. Those who can make you believe absurdities can make you commit atrocities. And so... We need to be careful as citizens that we're not partnering with out of our own weakness or fear or desire to just get along, that we're not partnering with absurdities. Mm. And there's a lot of that going on. And I'm not saying that you got to make a scene and you got to be a jerk and you got to treat other people poorly. There's no call for any of that. But there's still another rung above that where you can no longer partner with absurdities. Absurdities at your kid's school the way things mm-hmm. are going on, the absurdities with, with a mask mandate. These little absurdities lead to atrocities. Wow. And if they can make you participate in these absurdities, you'll eventually be participating in atrocities. And we've seen this happen before. Many of you have grandparents, you know people who are around and they've seen atrocities happen in the past and they've happened uh, even more recently in, in, in countries, and I'm not just talking about Germany, I'm talking mm-hmm. about countries in Africa and, and all kinds of genocides have taken place and, and, and people are around and they're just, well, I'm just doing my job. Mm-hmm. There is a part of it. Stop partnering with absurdities around you. Be a good person, pray for them, smile, bless them, but don't participate. That is so good. Peaceful noncompliance. I love it. I love it. And so no we, grumbling. No grumbling. Declaring what you do want, thanking God for what you do want, coming into Thanksgiving, yes. right around the corner. Be thinking about all the things that you are thankful for. It changes your state. You know, if you just get up in the morning and write down five things that you are thankful for in your life, it will change your day. So we bless you. We bless you to realize you were born for such a time as this. We bless you to realize that your future is brighter than your past. And we bless you to wake up, speak up, and Find somebody show to, up. Find somebody to high five. Yes. Make it a great day, guys. Thanks a lot. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Flyover Conservatives podcast with David and Stacy Whited. Please subscribe, hit the notification bell, and leave us a comment below. Lastly, if you enjoyed today's podcast, share with those who came to mind. Be blessed and make it a great day. Yeah.